0: think to myself what a a wonderful world Mm -hmm. so welcome to back from the brink i'm todd brinker aaron will be joining us shortly uh as we left the radio show we spent the day talking uh with our station manager about the issues going on in our country and the protests happening everywhere um you know, there's a large number of very upset people, and uh, I stand with the protesters. I do not stand with the looters and the stealers and the thieves. Um, I do understand that anger. Um, I just can't get past, you know, two wrongs don't make a right. It doesn't seem right to me to. Uh, to say, well, hey, they're angry because I don't think they're angry. I've seen the looks on their faces as they've been coming out, although a lot of them have face masks on because it is a time of COVID. And that scares me, too, Is all these protests and people out, you know, shoulder to shoulder marching. Are we going to see COVID outbreaks now in a couple weeks um, with all of these people? You know, uh, there was an article in the L.A. Times, an op-ed by uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, and I think he spoke very eloquently on, the perspective of, you know, the black American and, and his first sentence, is, his first couple sentences here, you know, if you're white, you probably muttered a horrified, oh, my God, while shaking your head at the cruel injustice when uh, George Floyd was killed on television. Um, if you're black, you probably leapt to your feet, cursed and threw something and, and shouted explicatives and said, not again. Um. You know, and, and, you know, just a few weeks ago, Ahmed Aubrey was, was killed as he went jogging through a neighborhood. Uh, it's, it's hard to believe, you know, that, you know, and frankly, that probably would have gone uh, completely under the radar had not one of the people there uh, released a video to show what happened. Uh, you know, whether through his own guilt or his his feelings of of, of, of outrage that it wasn't known, you know, and of course he's going to try to spin it that he was do, trying to be the the good guy and doing the right thing. By the way, the man who who released that video has since been uh, charged and arrested as well. Um, you know, the Minneapolis police said that Floyd was resisting arrest, but there's a store sh- video showing that he wasn't. Um. You know, the, the the cop that was, uh, you know, putting his knee on his neck, he wasn't outraged. He was just very calmly putting his knee on a man's neck for eight or nine minutes until the man was dead. And the autopsy has shown that he died of heart failure, not of... Um, of breathing, but but you know one of the, the signs of a heart attack is you have difficulty breathing and when you're laying on the ground with people piled on top of you it, it doesn't make it any easier i mean they whether he died of a heart attack or he died of asphyxiation he died at the hands of police officers uh he wasn't resisting arrest he was clearly uh and in fact, you know, he came out of the store and was just sitting in his car. He hadn't; he wasn't trying to run away. He wasn't trying to rip anybody off. It was a $20 bill that they said was a, um, a uh, counterfeit. And, you know, if he had been a white man, do you think they would have reacted that way? They would have come over. They would have talked to him. They would have asked him where he got the bill, um, you know, and he would have probably, and probably did say, I, what are you talking about? What bill? I don't even know what you're talking about. There was a bad bill here. here's what's in my wallet. Here's where I get my money from this ATM or, or, you know, I maybe got it. at change at this. Here's the places I've shopped recently. Um, it's hard to say, you know, um, uh, where you might find a, a counterfeit dollar or, or 20. Um, you know, most stores have those little machines. You stick your money in and you check it, but it's not something that, that you expect to lose your life over. And I know George Floyd, when he went shopping that day, certainly didn't intend that uh, he'd be risking his life simply going to the store. And, uh, you know, it, the idea that that um, that, that is a, a life or death situation, going to the grocery store or going out for a run, goes a long way to explain the frustration and outrage that, um, um, you know, a lot of black people are feeling in America these days that, that, uh, that, you know, they're, they, they want to say, hell no, no more. Stop it. Um, you know, my initial feeling was very similar to that. It was like, Oh God, not again. Why does this keep happening? Why are we killing people in America? Um, you know, and, and, you know, if you look at the statistics over the course of, of 2019 and the 1,000 or so people, yes, 1,000 or so people that were killed by police officers, um, most of them were white people. And uh, it was like 380 white people. I think there was like 315 or something like that. Um, I, I'm trying to – I don't have the numbers in front of me, so forgive me um, – uh, were, were black. Um, and then the remainder were of other ethnic other or other or indeterminate ethnicities um, you know and people say, oh well see there was more white people this isn't a race thing yeah, but blacks make up what 11 to twelve percent of the total population why are they half of those that are dying? Why are they half of those that are dying and uh, Let's see. Erin is um, checking in. We'll see if she joins us. Um, so, you know, population-wise, it's, 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 it's not even close. Not even close. Um, and at some point, it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy, right? Because as, uh, and in this, again, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar in his uh, L.A. Times op-ed says, you know, if the social contract is broken— If, if the, when you call the police, they don't show up to help you. They show up to shoot at you. When you call the fire department, they don't show up to put out your fire because they say it's not safe in your neighborhood. At what point do you go, then it doesn't matter if I listen to them or not. Okay, Aaron's joining us. Hi there. Good morning. How are you today?
1: I'm all right. Uh not sleeping like everybody
0: else yeah well you're all right because you're not a black man going out for a jog you know (laughs) indeed um it's uh it it, we we went from one very strange time of covid into this and you know and i wonder too you know we've got all these people out marching shoulder to shoulder how many of these people in two weeks are going to find out that they now have covid19 you know, I mean, yeah. I see masks out there, but not a lot. And these aren't N95 masks. They're, they're you know, people using bandanas and and, and uh, homemade masks. And, you know, it's, they're cloth masks. So.
1: Yeah, their intent is to cover their faces to hide, to obscure their identity, not to protect them from a virus. Well,
0: I, I don't know that I would go that far. I think there's a lot of people out there who are protesting. Who are saying, "Well, we're going to try to protect ourselves from each other, but we can't just sit at home." Um, I think there are some very legitimate protests out there, and a lot of those people are wearing masks. And I, and, I
1: didn't mean to say that they. Oh, okay,
0: arms. all right, yeah, but it just. I, uh,
1: you know, when I think of when I think of, um, I had in my mind Antifa, the black block tactics that they use, mm-hmm. where they dress in all black and. To and they really are trying to obscure their identity. Sure. Um, um. And so I did not mean the average protesters.
0: Right. Yeah. Well, and you're right. But you know, I mean, I, I almost say you know you don't want to blame them because you don't want if if you want to protest, you want to protest, but you don't want to be targeted either. You know. Um. I mean, as if you didn't have enough big of a target on your on your back. Um. By simply being. Uh, you know, dark-skinned in this country at different times, and um, you know, and, and lest anybody think that I'm a bleeding-heart liberal, you know, I although I, I am currently not registered with either of our major parties, um, like you, you know, I'm a conservative person for the most part, um, uh, certainly fiscally, um, and you know, I, I I just can't help but thinking, you know, why on earth are we killing so many people? Uh, Before you came on, I was just uh, kind of reviewing some of the statistics. There were a little over a thousand people killed by police in our country last year. A little over a thousand. Now, some of those people were attacking police officers, and certainly, you know, police officers have every right and and expectation that they're going to protect themselves. Um, you know, I didn't, you didn't go through each case by case to see what the cases were. But about 380 of those people were white. About a 315 of them were black. And the remainder were other ethnicities or indetermined uh, ethnicity. And I've heard some people say, well, see, there's been more white people killed than black people. It's like, yeah, but black people make up, what, about 12% of the total population? How come there are 50% or, or 48% of those that are getting killed? Yeah. You know, um, it's, that's not an excuse to say that there were more, um, more white people killed by police than black people. There's a lot more white people people out there.
1: Yeah. Well, and they are using that argument and I think it's, I think it's unfair. Yeah. I think it's, it's a, it's wrong headed. Um, you know, I, I, we have a right, and we've talked about this, we have a right to due process in this country. And the police don't have a right to put you down because they're angry. And if they, if they need more techniques on how to not put you down because they're angry, then they need training. And we need cultural shift. And we need daylight. We need to understand. Um, we, need, we need more access to data, right? So if there's somebody in your police department like this gentleman, gentleman this cop, now ex-cop who kneeled on, on George Floyd's neck um, had apparently had 18 we talked about this, 18 um, uh, uh, complaints against him. Um, why is he still on the force? And why did the public know about it? I think we should have, you know, these people are on the public dime. If they're out there doing, doing bad things, if they're roughing up uh, suspects, if they're you know, what do they used to call it? Tuning up a suspect? We need to know who those people are because they a menace. And they're costing taxpayers taxpayer dollars because you know that families end up suing. It's happened in San Bernardino a lot. Families sue the police department because of um, unnecessary force.
0: Mm-hmm. There's
1: no reason why this man in Minnesota, Mr. Floyd, should have been on the ground. He was handcuffed. And if he tripped, there were four officers there that could have picked him up
0: yeah yeah it yeah it made no sense at all. it just didn't make any sense at all um yeah i i I feel like the uh, you know is, is there's it's difficult to even find words at this point I feel like we've talked through it enough you know we've talked around it and around it and around it and yet I can understand you know if you are are a minority you're saying we haven't talked through it nearly enough because it's still happening you know right. it's still happening and when you um when you wake up in the morning and you see the news and you know another man has been killed you're going why why does this keep happening? What is it? You know, what is it? That and, and the biggest thing that frustrates me is and, and I haven't heard a good answer to this from anybody yet. You know, I've heard some great. Um, you know, Killer Mike came on and said some great things, uh, trying to 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 talk down uh, angry people and and suggest ways to take it to the to the ballot box. Um, you know, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar has a great article that sort of explains the sensibilities and the feelings to say, this is why, you know, these people feel this way. This is the anger and the fear that's driving them, um, you know, when they're out marching in the streets. But I haven't heard anybody say, you know, what is the answer to fix this? How do you, how do you fix these things? You know, there's been complaints that, Hey, maybe that the the police uh, union is too strong, that you need to make it a little easier to remove the bad apples um, but the reason that the union is there is also so that you don't have somebody at the top saying, say, what if the bad apple's the guy at the top and he decides to just start weeding out people who disagree with him or right. her? You know, um, that's the reason the union exists and they've negotiated some of the rules and uh, and the policies about how you can and can't fire people. You know, you can't fire people until they've done something bad but you know if the guy's been been written up 18 times at some point you got to say is there a reason he's still out in the field why is that guy not in a desk job until until you can figure out whether or not he has uh what it takes to be out in the field yeah i don't know
1: it's scary todd
0: it is it really is You know, um, Mark had talked about on the radio show that there would be a walk today in Riverside. They are advertising a gathering at one of the big parks tomorrow in Corona to do a protest march. And when I first heard about it, my gut instinct was, you know, I I feel like I should go out there and march, too, Uh, because I'm I'm outraged. I'm tired of seeing, you know, uh, people killed by police without cause. And, um, you know, and the, the police will argue, and certainly the people, in the, the cops that were there in Minneapolis are going to argue and say, well, hey, we had cause, he did this or he did that. Um, but by all accounts watching the video, there was no cause. Uh, but given what's going on and how most of these protests seem to be breaking down into violence and uh, and a lot of angry people behaving badly... I want nothing to do with it. I don't want to go there. You no. know, they, They've they lost me as a supporter because I, I wouldn't go out and do that, you know, and, and, and you'd have to think twice in the, in, again, in this time of COVID to want to go out and March anyway, but, but they very specifically in the flyer for Corona said, you know, bring your mask stand, uh, you know, we're, we're going to social distance while we March now, whether or not the people actually do that or not. Um, that's the plan. The, um, uh, but they also said bring milk because they mean that means that they expect that there might be tear gas so you
1: know, I'm, I'm struck by I'll just use my own neighborhood and I I think many 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 neighborhoods in southern California are like this where people from all over the world and all every ethnicity all live together without a problem yeah you know I I, I just we're all human beings mm-hmm. and we've gotten so good at otherizing, and and everybody does it right. So it's, it's the left does it to the right and the right does it to the left and, and mm-hmm. everybody in between that we have forgotten the shared humanity. Yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, yeah, this idea for... that, that people have to be just like me for me to be able to live harmoniously with them is, is poppycock.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, it's funny. I lived for uh, a few years in a suburb of Pittsburgh in Pennsylvania, and it's a beautiful place, beautiful country, wonderful people, um, but it was more segregated there. The, you know, people uh, congregated in areas where their skin color was more the same, and it was, and it was much less um, people of color in your neighborhood. And that was oddly one of the things that I really appreciated coming back to California. I missed, you know, neighbors that had different perspectives and that didn't look just like me. Um, thank goodness for everybody, right? Um, but, uh, <laughs> but, but you know, it was. Yeah, well, you know, you're a good-looking guy. What are you? Yeah, I wouldn't want to wake up and see my face every day. Let, let's just leave it at that. Um,
1: well, no, you'd like to see your wife's face. Absolutely,
0: beautiful. yes, absolutely. Um, but you know, it, it was, and I and I loved my neighbors. I mean, they were great people there. But I just missed that that sense of of melting potness. That you know, Southern California. There's so many different faces, and uh, and and uh, and with that, so many different backgrounds and flavors and foods and things. And and I just. Um, I really appreciated that about coming to Southern California. And you think of any place in the world, we would be able to, as a group of people, set aside politics. It's not a it's not a, a right or a left thing. It's not a Republican or a Democrat thing. It's a people thing. And and as a group, we all should be able to come together and say, you know, that was, you know, the the death of um, of uh, George um, Floyd was wrong we don't accept that as the the normal and uh and anybody who does things like that are going to you know we're we're not going to let you move freely in our in our society and and move on from there um you know and of course it's an easy thing to say much harder thing to do uh but uh you know i appreciate i appreciate the diversity of southern california and missed it when i when i was away from it
1: yeah, I know that our son felt the same way when he lived not far from there in West Virginia. Right. Um, you know, it's like, oh my gosh. And he and, and, and the reality is, is that skin color really doesn't mean anything. We we give it a whole lot of weight as human beings, and it really doesn't mean anything. It's really culture. And he walked in to that er- to that area, and it was it, he was not from that culture. It was mm-hmm. different there. Um, and so even though he was white, he didn't have anything in common with them.
0: Yeah 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 your sensibilities are are formed by you know your your surroundings and when you get picked up and placed somewhere else very often for a job um, part of what makes it work or not work for you is do you feel comfortable there just being there you know and like I said there are some wonderful people there I enjoyed the friends that we made and and in fact even the year after we moved met some of those friends and we you know shared a condo on the beach and in uh, South Carolina and, uh, you know, they're, they're wonderful people. I mean, I, I enjoyed it thoroughly, but I missed what, what wasn't there, you know. I missed what wasn't there, which was some diversity, some, some alternative conversations. And I say just alternative, different than, than you know, my way. I liked having different um, and I still like having people with different opinions offer a conversation.
1: So, um, uh, Santa Monica, LA streets, um, were hit. And if, if you were watching the news last night, uh, and we did for a while. And then I, then I had to stop because it was just, it
0: we, was did ridiculous. we did the same. We did the same. You know, when the news is just, they're breaking in on live sports. Do you realize how big a deal that is? Live sports. We haven't had live sports in forever. And they're having the Supercross, and they break in on the final race. And we don't even get to see the finish the race to show me people breaking into stores in Santa Monica for four hours. Pissed me off.
1: Yeah, yeah nope.
0: <laughs> and I'm not even a big Supercross fan, but come on, guys! Live sports and you broke in on it.
1: Right, and they have to fill the air, right? And so they can't just have the footage; they have to have a talking head talking about what they're what you're watching. Yeah, and look most over of here. What they say it's just stupid. It really it's is. Just. Stupid, inane banter, and yeah. it's like you know, stop it, then stop it. You don't want yeah. to stop
0: it. Yeah, they had a guy on the this ground with a camera crew, sticking their camera in burned out and looted stores, going, "Look inside this store. Wow, look at that." And then they'd walk to the, "Look inside this store, huh? Isn't it awful?" And then they, oh my gosh, yes, it's awful. Can you put back on your regularly scheduled programming, please? Yeah,
1: and so we've had a, a night where I'm sure. Very few people got a good night's sleep last night because mm-hmm. everybody went to bed stressed out and freaked yeah. out about you know where things are going, and that's not a good way for people to be.
0: No, you know that's one of the things that I did appreciate about the comments by uh, Killer Mike. Um, and, you know, and again, I'm not a, um, a huge rap fan, but Michael Santiago Render is goes by the stage name Killer Mike, and he's a rapper, songwriter, actor, and activist, um, and he's from Atlanta. And there was protests going on in Atlanta Atlanta is a in um, uh, the, the, in in Atlanta proper in the city of Atlanta there are um a lot of uh, African American people there, and there were protests going on, and some of them were turning violent just like they have in lots of other places and you know he he very eloquently stood up and said, "I don't want to be here. I don't want to be having this conversation um." None of us should want to be here. This is awful. Uh, but he also blamed some of the news media. He says, you know, you guys keep focusing on on the bad, the awful. You keep telling us how how this guy is bad guy or that guy's a bad guy, and stoking the fires of hate. And um, you know, yay for a, a, a leader in in the black community for. Those leaders in the white community, I mean, I, I would just like to see some more leaders step up and say, you know, we we can be better than this. And, and we're not seeing that leadership from anybody. From um, anybody, no. You know, in a big way, other than, I mean, quite honestly, other than Killer Mike. And it's terrible to call a guy, Killer Mike is the guy who we're looking to going like, hey, he sounds like he's talking some sense. Thank goodness. Um, you know, <laughs> unfortunate stage name there, I think, given what his message is right now. Um, but, uh, you know, he, he has to me, uh, one of the best things, and, and I'm, I'm glad his video, I mean, it's apparently going around on social media. I wouldn't know, uh, <laughs> but, uh, I've been told that, that his video is making the rounds on social media, so he's not too hard to find. Um, and, uh, you know, I appreciate somebody stepping up and saying, you know, we get that you're angry go to go go vote you know go vote for people who who are going to help support you and your community go vote your pocketbook go vote um you know for your safety go you know go access the 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 power of the ballot He, he even said you know go to a computer and and uh fill out your census he says, go fill out your census. You want you want more support and more money in your neighborhood, make sure you're counted. Um, yes. You know, I mean, he just hit on so many correct ideas in my mind that, that uh, shoot, I'd vote for Killer Mike right now.
1: Well, our president, like as we talked about on the radio show, the our president is absent. And what he has said is that he's going to call Antifa a terrorist group, which I think is a good move. Antifa is a terrorist group. Um, but so was the KKK. So was apparently the the people of all this boogaloo talk.
0: Yeah. Um, I'd never heard that before either. It was interesting that uh, Mark brought that up because yeah, I had to do the same thing and I did the same thing and found the same page you did. I was like reading it and and I was like a paragraph ahead of you (laughs) as you were reading it going like, Oh, Hey, she found the same stuff.
1: Yeah. I just, I had no idea. I mean, obviously I've seen whatever that frog's name is. I've seen the frog memes, um, but I, I and I and I heard the rumblings about people talking about civil war on mm. um, on Facebook. But these are people that I I mean, I, I they never said the word boogaloo. They never said that they were wanting civil war. They well, some of them did. Um, I, I but I, I guess I just didn't understand it to be so organized. And so like there's a yeah. movement.
0: Yeah, and I don't understand the tie-in to the old 1984 movie Break into the Electric Boogaloo. I mean, I remember when that movie was released and it wasn't, you know, I mean, I'm not interested in breakdancing, so I didn't go see the movie. Um, but yeah. I don't I don't quite get the tie-in there. I'm almost tempted to go see if I could find the movie now to watch it and see if there's anything there that ties in that why this would've been picked up as a meme. Cuz it seems like it seems like that's a different, you know, a different target group that that movie would be than than uh, than the right wing extremists that have picked up the term.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: But uh, I,
1: I, yeah, I I I don't recognize I I don't recognize parts of our country, and maybe they've already always been there. And my African American yeah. friends will tell me, have told me, no, they've always been there, and and I would be like, no, they just. I mean, because I don't see it. People don't talk that way around me. I just don't, you know, I, I, if somebody were a virulent racist, I wouldn't have anything to do with them. But so nobody's that way around me.
0: Right. Well, and the thing is, is that that's, you know, that's why you walk around and I walk around blissfully unaware of it, right? Because we're, we're not, we don't hang out with those people and, uh, and we're not the target of those people, you know? So you're, you're one or the other, right? You're either... Uh, a target, or or well, I guess there's there's three people, right? There's the 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 bad people, the target of the bad people, and the people who are blissfully unaware. Yeah. Yeah. And I've got to think, I've got to think that the excuse me, the the bad people have to be a small minority. There can't be that many people out there who really are going to take active action against other human beings just because of you know, how they look or where they live or how they speak. It just, there can't be that many people out there that are that shallow and angry and stupid, um, that would do that. I mean, it it takes such effort to go out and be that angry. You know, it's like, come on, this life is short.
1: Yeah, it is.
0: You know, I, I, go ahead.
1: I, I, I want to do what Mr. Rogers talked about and look for the helpers. Yeah. Because in in any negative situation, of course, he was coming out of the sixties when he made that statement. Um, And the sixties were as full of unrest as what we are experiencing now. Um, uh, And I want to look for the helpers. I want to see the people out there who are bringing water to the injured, the cops who are kneeling with, um, you know, taking a knee with the Black Lives Matter, the, the people who are, you know, who want to understand and who are
0: yeah.
1: um, wanting to heal our country.
0: Yeah, well, and there's plenty of black cops out there too. You know, why aren't we... Uh, why isn't our news media looking for those stories? You know, why why isn't CNN and, and Fox News and MSNBC, why aren't those the stories? The stories of, of the, the police who have said, you know... OK, rather than do a protest, let's all sit down together and have a, a, a weenie roast. You know, right. I mean, I would love that if that was what was going to happen here tomorrow at the park when when the uh, when the supposed march is going to happen, if we'd all just get together and say, "Let's well, not March. Let's just sit here and talk. You know, um, it, it reminds me of some of the efforts that were were made between Palestinians and Israelis um, a few years back where they would like uh, send kids to camp together and hoping that when they grew up, they would say, well, I, you know, I don't hate the Palestinians. I remember my friend so-and-so that I went, you know, and we're pen pals still, you know, and I say pen pals, I mean, email pals or whatever, you know, it's, when you get to know a person, it's hard to vilify a people. Yes, it is. And that's the
1: whole idea behind uh, AFS, this exchange student organization that uh, Tobin and I have been involved with for 30 years, more than that. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, 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 since
1: I was 14, actually.
0: Yeah, no, both of you started out as kids in the organization and have been been parts of it for your whole life, practically. Yeah. Um, you know, and and I think it's it's to me, things like that are the solution. You know, having a news uh, a head of a news agency who has the guts to say. I'm not going to show 4 hours of people looting and looping over looting you know images of people looting stores. Instead, I'm going to show uh you know a guy talking to a police officer and the two of them getting along, you know, going to you know going to that weenie roast. You know, I saw several instances yesterday where there were people um who were protesters. Who, uh, like in one instance in particular, a gentleman rides up on a bicycle and he sees people, you know, hauling stuff out of a store and shoving it in the back of a car, and they've like draped a T-shirt over their um, license plate so that nobody could see what license plate was. And he rode up on his bicycle while the car was like trying to uh, waiting at a at a light, and just took the T-shirt off,
1: <laughs> right off, you know,
0: and uh, and the guy jumped out of the car and like took a couple punches. Of course, they hit him in the bicycle helmet, so it probably hurt the guy's hand more than the guy on the bike. Um, you know, and he knew he was risking some some danger there when he took that off, but he did it. Um, I saw a couple uh, gentlemen who were leading part of the protests walk over to the police, you know, and while they're there, he walks over to the police. And, of course, the police tensed up. You can see them physically tense up as he came over. And he stops and he turns and he points back down the road. And he says, see, that's going on over there. That's not us. And, uh, and 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 then you saw a couple of the policemen then, you know, get on their radios and say, hey, there's something going on over here we need to get some people over there to stop some looting you know because because the protesters didn't want that
1: yeah well and it hurts the protesters because it detracts from their message right you get Mm -hmm. it gives permission to people who would who are inclined to dismiss the grievances of those who are protesting Mm -hmm. um it gives them permission to do so and that is that is that is terrible because once again their voice is being stolen
0: yeah, well, and it's 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 it, 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 even to a further extent the same idea is that it's you know to the to those right wing people who are justifying their their hatred of people because of the color of their skin are saying see they're behaving awful they're not behaving like 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 uh, air quotes here human beings they're 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 going and looting and stealing and, and going crazy um, and they don't deserve to be treated right you know so they're just feeding this this horrible thought process. Uh, and the news media is, is feeding into it. They're making it worse by continuing to, like you said, they, they don't just show it to us. They show it to us, and then they loop that over and over in the background yes. while they're talking heads, blather on about stuff that, that you, know, you hear it once, and you're like, okay. They just talked for 15 minutes and really didn't say anything.
1: Yes, there's just a whole lot of words, and nothing's being said.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I... Um, I would like to see an encouragement by politicians to our news media, and it won't be able to come from our president because he's made enemies of the news media. But uh, well, with the exception of one channel, uh, but you know, I would like to see politicians across the board encourage the news media to have the the um, the strength and the and the the to be brave enough to say. Okay, we're going to show you this stuff, but we'll show it to you once, and then we're going to also show you quote fair and balanced news. We're going to show you police officers stepping up in communities, trying to to understand and help and create bridges, so that it doesn't continue to happen that way. Um, that you know things are going on things things like the the police chief from Minneapolis, you know, taking his hat off, you know, that one little physical movement. It's just a sign of respect for the people who who are grieving and 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 you know we, he was feeling that and and trying to be respectful of these people um, you know and 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 uh, uh, how they feel about having lost their loved one um, it, why aren't we seeing more of that in our news? Why isn't that more of what we're seeing for our imagery and it's not to say we don't want to show. The um, the protests, but you can show the protests without spending the entire time focused on people looting, because you know then there's somebody sitting at home saying, "Hey, there's free shoes down on Fifth Street," you know?
1: Right. Yeah.
0: And that's just encouraging people to get up out of their chairs and and go down there and behave badly. Um, and you know, sometimes it's just a fine line between somebody who's a good person doing something bad and all it takes is the belief that there's now a social um, umbrella saying, well, it's okay for you to go do that right now, you know, especially if you've been in your mind denied a lot of opportunity to for things like that you know i mean some of those shoes they were walking out with i saw them walking out with you know yeezy 350s and yeezy 700s and if you're not at all familiar with the tennis shoe world uh or with the shoe world um you know those are expensive shoes those are 400 hundred dollar tennis shoes i can't afford them um i know a lot of people who who can't afford them and for me it's not something that's terribly desirable but for a lot of people they would really really like to have a pair of those shoes um and so, you know, even, and then even worse, you know, you saw a lot of people just loading up their cars with stuff. You know that stuff's all going to end up in swap meets or being sold on a corner or somewhere. They weren't buying. They weren't stealing it even for themselves. They're just stealing it to make a buck because they can.
1: Isn't that sad? Yeah. I, I, it's just sad.
0: Yeah. It, it
1: really is. I, I uh, you know, we, we have so fetishized, um, doing what we want, that we have forgotten that that's not always a good idea. You know, um, it it is, it actually leads to pretty horrible behavior. Um, and, uh, we are seeing it, we're seeing it now Mm -hmm. and it, and it's terrifying and it's, and it's maddening and it's frustrating. Um, our culture is broken. Our culture is sick. Mm-hmm. We need we need revival. And I'm not, you know, of course I'm I'm a Christian and I'm gonna, you know, I, I believe in in the redemptiveness of, of a real relationship with our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. But I I also understand, not but and I also understand that not everybody is a Christian, but every faith has some sort of code of conduct. Every faith has um, has behavior that people are supposed to engage in and people are not supposed to engage in. and
0: uh, Oh, not the faith know. of love of money.
1: Well, that's true. That's true. That's true. You, you know, know, they... The, yeah, the love of money is the root of all evil.
0: And uh, it is, uh, unfortunately, a, a very if not dominant, very loud faith in our, in our society these days.
1: Yeah. That's, that's the idol we worship. That a hundred percent is the idol that we worship. And look, it's where, look where it's ta- getting us. Look where it's taking us. It's, it's terrible. I want to be, I want to end the show on, on an uplifting note. It is a beautiful day outside, and if there was ever a time to get to know your neighbors, now is it. If you can spend some time with a neighbor today, do it. Spend some time with your neighbor. Take a walk with your neighbor in the beautiful sunshine. Get to know them, because the real human beings that live next door, the real human beings that are in our community, they're not the people out there causing they're not setting things on fire. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that could be a good goal for this week. Get to know your neighbors.
0: Yeah. Talk to somebody who doesn't look like you. There you go. Say hi to somebody who, who, whose eyes are shaped differently or whose skin is a different color and just see how they're doing. Um, you know, that, that's a, that's always a good goal. Um. I happen to uh, recently added a link to my news pages that I go through every day, and one of them is Beautiful News Daily, and uh, Beautiful News Daily has has uh, posted something showing that we have seen a fifty-two percent death or drop, fifty-two percent drop in deaths per one thousand live births. Newborn deaths have dropped worldwide.
1: Oh, that's beautiful.
0: Yeah, since 1990, we've seen a 52% drop in newborn deaths. So, you know, we're bringing new babies into the world. Um, that's a wonderful thing. Let's make this a good world for them. So,
1: With that, we're at the end of our show for today.
0: I'm Todd Brinker.
1: I'm Aaron Brinker.
0: Have a wonderful day.